0: So it only makes sense that I be the provider in the relationship. So because of the fact that we play to both of our strengths, we're able to build what we have built in and keep it established because we both know our roles and we play them very well. All right, guys. Welcome back to everything. Uh. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back to the Everything Cast. I'm your host Wyatt, and with me is always my co-host Evan. What up, everybody? Welcome. And uh, and I-, I guess I'll just announce it here, here right now. Yeah. All right. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Now we conclude the podcast.
0: Yeah. What you been up to, bro?
2: uh honestly absolutely nothing i've been stuck in my apartment uh two of my guys at work got COVID. So oh that's fucking. it was a pretty like close contact listing so i've been in my apartment since tuesday and i believe it was on saturday which was the first i had to go take a covid test mm-hmm. i haven't had any symptoms or anything i feel fine uh, I took a test and it came back negative. And I texted my boss today and uh, sent him the screenshot of it. And he said, "Cool, I'll send it." And uh, I was pretty much waiting to hear back when I can go back to work. Mm-hmm. And then about an hour later, he messaged me again saying, "Apparently the results were inconclusive, even though it says negative." So now I have to go again today and take another test and wait probably another three days to hear back from you. So Lovely. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> I, I feel yeah, for you. That's fucking absolute trash. Yeah, so, that's, uh, that's tragic.
3: I, then, I really haven't
2: been doing anything. Just Xbox
1: damn, so...
3: F- and, the new year, you were fucking stuck in your apartment, huh? Yeah, spent that's, it by myself. That sucks.
0: So you were on yeah. Xbox with us, right? Yeah. Not a... Not when New Year's too. No, yeah, not New Year's for you, right? Yeah. But. Yeah. So I've
1: just been bored. You're in the house bored? Bored in, in the, the house? Yeah,
0: hell yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I feel you on that, bro. I mean, that's exactly what's been going on over here. You know, on, on the last episode we talked about, you know, we all had COVID in my house and, uh, you know, it's a week later, and we're all good, back to normal. Um, I go back to work tomorrow. So, you know, no, don't got really much to add because there really hasn't been, sh- you know, anything really going on. So, yeah. but, uh, David, you've been up to quite a bit. What have you been up to?
3: Um, I went down to Colorado for uh, New Year's. You know, I went down, uh, the th- well, we left on the 29th. And we mm-hmm. got there probably, like, 2 in the afternoon. We left at like, midnight the 29th. Um, made really good time on the way there. You know, it was uh, an amazing time. You know that, uh, it's called Decadence, uh, just so you guys know. Mm -hmm. Um, it is the biggest scheduled event for New Year's in the United States. Really? Yeah, there were, I think there was like 7,000 people there. Damn. Yeah, dude, it was the entire second floor of the convention center. It was huge. Denver convention center. Yeah, dude, it was unbelievable. The setup and everything they had for the lights, it was just visually appetizing, you know? Like, they mm-hmm. had shit hanging down from the ceilings, like, the lights, like, the main lights came up and down, dude. Like, literally, like, they oh, were on man. bullies, and they were, like, lower down to the fucking crowd and come back up and shit. Yeah, it was lit. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, they put a lot of work into it, I could tell. There were three stages. There was one for a silent disco, Um, one for... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's all local DJs, so we didn't even stop in there because we wouldn't even probably enjoy it, you know? But, yeah. Uh, house music stage was cool as shit. Uh, yeah. Because there, there was a house music stage and then, like, uh dubstep rhythm kind of stage. Yeah. And it was just... It was amazing, dude. Uh, we seen Rez, and uh, she's a really big name, and the stage was perfect for her. You know? Yeah. It's... It's honestly uh like unbelievable why you're there. You know, you you wouldn't think that humans made this shit. Really? Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like it was just so like like I said visually appetizing. Everything was nice. Everything was clean too. Like the yeah. bathrooms and shit were clean like once every like 2 hours and shit. Had people yeah. constantly moving around. It was awesome.
0: Like Yeah, that like, that always sorry. makes a difference.
3: Yeah. But they didn't want you smoking inside, but nobody cared. Like, did they yeah. have fog? they have fog machines? Like, yeah. if, you, if you're gonna have fog machines inside, why can't people smoke? You know, like and like even vapes, like cigarettes. I would get, you know, they smell bad and stuff.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like well, yeah. especially because that those chemicals that you breathe in from the fog machine are so much worse for you than anything that you're well, smoking.
3: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. No, the cigarettes, I can
2: see like, it's like a fire hazard possibly.
0: Awesome. Yeah, the fire hazard.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah dude, it was unbelievable. It is made uh we met some was there. Huh? Who else was there? It was me, Bubba, cause Corbett backed no, out. No, 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 no. Like artist wise. Oh, okay. Um sure. There were some big ass you know DJ Snake? Yeah, of
0: course. We've seen him? I've, I've uh, seen Steve... him.
3: Uh Steve Aoki, we've seen him. Oh um,
0: damn, that would have been cool. We've seen
3: part of him. We've seen part of him. We didn't stay for the entire set.
0: Did you? Did you see the cake? Did he
3: cake somebody? <clears throat> um, not while we were there. I'm assuming he did. He was yeah, going hard. There's no G- way Nick, he did.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I have we'll a end it's New Year. Like, yeah. Of course, yeah. he caked somebody. Whoa.
3: But dude, DJ Snake came from Paris to do this. Yeah. Yeah, he lives out in Paris, and he'd be doing like the Europe, uh, all the Europe, like house shit, and he came yeah. all the way out here for it. Nice. Sick. Yeah, it was sick. And then um, Zed was there. You may know who they are.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Um,
3: Chain smokers were there. Um, nice. Yeah, we didn't see them. They're they're very. They're very nor- like normy kind of like basic ass. They're
1: mainstream, bro.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and like closer to me, the song is just annoying. And like yeah, at this point, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So, we really didn't care to see them. We we did not see them. But one yeah. of the main dudes I was most excited about, uh, it's the uh, dubstep shit, was Midnight Tyrannosaurus. Okay. Um, yeah, just by the name, you can kind of tell how, like, Midnight Tyrannosaurus, you know, like, that, that dude goes hard as shit. Yeah. Uh, he, and, he's well,
0: in... dude, I, I would never pick that name because I can never spell Tyrannosaurus.
3: <laughs> right? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's... It was unbelievable dude he went like literally i it was he was the last set of the new year's night so it was yeah, one so thirty in the morning yeah, it yeah, was, okay 1 30 in the morning till 3 a.m after the ball drop the longest yeah. set of the weekend too and uh dude literally dragged whatever energy i had the fuck out of me dude literally yeah. he was going so hard i literally couldn't help but dance like, uh, for the people before him and shit, I was just kind of, like, standing there, you know, just, like, swaying side to side because I was so tired and stuff. Yeah. And, no, dude, when he came on, it dragged me right out of it. He was... I was so impressed.
0: Hell, yeah. That's awesome. Dude, yeah. I'm glad that you get like, to go and do these things, you know?
3: Yeah. I, I am, too, because, you know, not everyone gets to experience it, and I try to record yeah. videos so everyone else can. Yeah. Yeah, no, dude, I, I mean, like... Overall, you can't really explain the whole like experience, you know. Like it's, it's crazy, especially especially if you're like into the music, like we are. Like a lot of people right. just a lot of people just go there for either like to try and pick up girls or whatever, just because it's a show and it's in town. But mm-hmm. like, cause we care we like the music so much, it's just so much better.
0: Right. Yeah, but uh, what I was saying is like. Um, I'm really grateful for you to get these experiences because, like, when I was your age, like, I was making way worse decisions and wasting yeah. a lot more time. You know, like, these are memories that you're going to carry with you for the rest of your life, you know? Right.
3: Yeah, and the, that's what I was even thinking there. I was like, dude, we're going to remember this shit forever. Yeah. Uh, like, There's there's no way. Like, I mean, other than, like, the shit I forgot because uh, I'm not going to lie, like, I backed out at one point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember uh, Subtronic's set at all. I have videos yeah. of being in there recording it, but I don't remember, yeah, yeah, but other than that, like dude, it was just such a good fucking time man i would I would go back next year, like it was unbelievable. The drive didn't ruin it, no, not at all um, the, like I said, the drive there was smooth as shit, so there was nothing that could have really made us like not happy to be there. Like, there wasn't snow at all the entire way there, even in Colorado. Yeah, was yeah. lucky. Uh, and yeah, then it, know, it, hit, it hit uh, Saturday night. The drop, when the ball dropped, uh, it started snowing no, no, pretty no. good. They had, like, a foot when we left. Uh, only, dude, Colorado don't plow. Like, literally, they don't plow their streets. Hmm. Yeah, like, dude, literally pulling out of the city, not a single road was clear. And then, boom, instantly get into Nebraska, and it's all clear. Able to go 75. Really? Yeah how did Bubba end up
0: going with you guys?
3: Because, Corbett, one of the friends in the group, wanted to go earlier in the year, and he bought his ticket and everything. And, uh, and the last day beforehand, he's like, it looks like it's gonna be snowing. I don't have a good feeling about this. I don't know if I want to go anymore. Mm -hmm. The Bubba, Bubba, because he wasn't gonna go, because obviously he's not the most financially stable right now. Um, he was like, Alright, I'll go on your spot. And, yep, so then he ended up coming with us. and gotcha. I'm happy he did, because he ended up driving pretty much the entire way back.
0: Really?
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's the good thing about, like, when you know you have Bubba, at least you always have someone who can drive, who, yeah. who will drive. Right, because his ass does not want nobody else driving. Right. Oh, dude, because, like, oh, did you hear what happened to him? Yeah, I was going to bring that up, Yeah. Um, we did end up getting a ticket on the way back. Um sucks. Eighty six and a seventy five. Or eighty six and a seventy. So it was but the thing is realistically, the cops shouldn't have been able to hey,
0: hold on. Your mic cut out. You gotta restart, sorry.
3: Oh, okay. Uh what do I need to restart it at? You got a ticket. Okay. Uh so yeah, Bubba got a ticket. He was going eighty six and a seventy and mm-hmm. uh Overall, realistically, the cops shouldn't have been able to radar Bubba. would have got the dude in front of us and the car next to us because it was a car riding in the left lane and we Mm -hmm. were riding behind it for like five minutes and then this truck goes around to the right and obviously Bubba follows because he isn't getting out of the left lane. And obviously they're Mm -hmm. moving fast because they want to pass him. And Mm -hmm. as they're going to do that, the car's on the left, truck in the front, we pass a cop. Right. And It should have just been the truck in the front, um, because he said he got us at 86, which realistically, he wasn't, because that truck was only going, like, maybe 87, and we were probably about 15 feet behind him, Mm -hmm. you know, so realistically, I don't think the cops should have been able to radar him, but he got us and the truck, us both tickets.
0: Damn, got both of you?
3: Although the truck the truck could have left. Um uh like cause he started pulling us over because we were behind. And mm-hmm. the truck pulled over too, but they always just go for the person last. That truck probably yeah. could have just kept on driving and he probably wouldn't have gotten a ticket. Right.
1: man
3: One thing too, dude. We're go okay, so we get the ticket, we go, whatever. Um uh-huh. literally not even 10 minutes down the road, bro. Vroom! Here goes the truck right by us. Fucking 95 miles an hour, dude. Literally yeah. just flies past us. Does not give a fuck. Ugh, I
1: have
2: two cows being close
3: together. Like, so, like... <laughs> oh, yeah, especially out there. And it was, it was in Iowa, too, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, uh, Eric, the guy's car who we took, you obviously know he can't drive in Iowa for 10 years. Uh-huh. Because he got caught up Uh, doing a hundred and ten and a seventy. Uh-huh. So, and that just shows you Iowa, dude.
0: Well, that's because you're doing a hundred and ten and a seventy, bro. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, that one.
3: Yeah, but the eighty-six one.
0: It's only forty over. Yeah, only (laughs) forty. He's (laughs) like, he didn't go to prison for that, bro.
3: Uh, he, um, well, he almost probably did, because after that, he paid the ticket, didn't even know there was a fucking, uh, Endangerment fee for three years. Really? Yeah, so they could have put out a warrant for him.
0: Yeah.
1: That's crazy.
3: But, yeah, no dude, this was crazy. I enjoyed every minute of it. 10,000% would do it again. We met this group there.
1: Yeah.
3: Fucking uh, the best group we probably could have met. They were on the same level as us. They loved the music. We were all going to see the same people pretty much. We all just ran really? as a group both days. We met them right away mm-hmm. as a group both days. Got back up the second day. It was, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was It was awesome.
0: They're, they're the ones that were in the picture that you guys posted, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Yep.
3: They're from Kansas City. Oh, really? Yeah, so they drove a good distance, too.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. That's a far drive, too. Yeah. It's, like, directly That's- south of us.
3: Pretty much, yeah. I would say they were probably either driving the same or probably only, like, 12 hours.
0: Yeah, yeah, like an hour less, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well, dude, I'm glad you had a good fucking time, man.
3: Yeah, I am, too. Like, it's, uh... It was... uh, Like, a whole... concept of the rave, dude. Like,
0: Yeah, what was is, the theme? Like, it was just New Year's?
3: Yeah, it was just so that, uh, they just, uh... Obviously, they had lights and shit all over the place. They had, like, they had this tunnel that was all rainbow lights. Okay. And you just walk down the tunnel and it's just rainbow lights all around you and shit. They have fucking trees with, like, the. Gems. It, was
0: a, it was a two day thing, correct?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, the day before New Year's and New Year's.
0: And then uh, on the ball drop, they did, like, all the confetti and balloons and shit.
3: So one stage had confetti, one stage had balloons. Uh, Um, yeah, I know, I didn't really like it, I wish they both would have just had confetti, but the the balloons they dropped were fucking nice, dude, they were filled with the shit that drops it down to the ground,
0: Oh yeah, so you poop it up in the air
3: and it comes back down and, like, hits people and bounces off and shit, it's funny.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 oh, okay, I see, Uh, it's kind of like a
3: ball. Yeah, yeah, but they were massive, dude, they were, like, four feet wide, massive-ass balloons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just, unbelievable. Uh, I, I just, it, it's hard to put into words.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see if you get, uh, end up getting COVID because, um, you know, like a lot of us are being out here being safe and not saying that you're being unsafe, but out here being safe and we got it, you know, out, right. uh, uh, but, like watching you end up not getting it, even though you're on thousands of people. <laughs>
3: mm, yeah. No, cause, uh, yeah, no, I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, COVID's going rampant right now, and they're still hosting it. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I'm, I know that it's not the right thing to do, but I'm going to do it because it's a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing for me. Yeah, you know? yeah. And especially go down to Colorado, yeah, no, that's not going to happen very often.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, it's a city situation to be in, you know. It's like, you know, obviously the right thing to do is to stay home and, you know, help, you know, cool the curve or whatever. But at right. the same time, you know, like, COVID's been going on for oh, two years now, over two years. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, we, we got to find, at, at this point, we have to find some sort set of normalcy. No,
3: and I, the only I just way to like, do that is... Um, I was going to say, I feel like it's more of like a chicken pox thing. Um, like, if you have it, and you beat it, you're probably not going to get it again.
1: At least not for a while.
3: You know, you know. And, and unless they start making all these new variants, which they're doing, but...
2: like well, my, my cousin got it twice. She's had uh, the COVID shot and the booster. she got it, a
3: booster. Yeah, uh, see, to me, that's... Um, I, gu- I guess I'm an anti-vaxxer now, because uh, if you don't want to get this vaccine, you're labeled as an anti-vaxxer. So,
0: I don't yeah. want See, dude, I was thinking, I was thinking about that the other day, you know, it's like all the excuses that we heard growing up for people not getting vaccinations all of our life, you know, like the, like the chicken pox and measles and polio vaccines and like all these vaccines that we had to get for school and shit, you know, we hear the stories of people not getting them. And to us, it was always so logical. It was like, you know, it's like, oh, it's so simple. Like, why would you risk, like run the risk of getting polio when you can just get this vaccine? You know, and then now to be on the other side of the fence, right, to be the ones being like, oh, no, I don't I don't feel comfortable getting my vaccination, you know, and then and they will be like, why? And then you give them your reasons why. And you're like, I sound like a fucking anti-vaxxer, bro.
3: Right. But mm-hmm. like for my 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 explanation for it is is this polio, you know, the flu uh, vaccine or shot you can get whatever it was uh, researched and studied for a lot more time than this vaccine. No, it's... The polio was running rampant for, what, 15, 20 years? Fucking killing people left and right before they had a fucking good vaccine for it?
1: Yeah. How Uh, long ago was that?
3: But, 60s. But the thing is, is... Legally, for a vaccine to be considered safe, it had to be researched for at least 10 years. Under the FDA laws. And now they changed it. For COVID. And that makes no sense. Because you went all this time. With this set set of rules. And then all of a sudden...
2: But do you think medical and scientific uh, like progression has helped that
0: or no? Yeah. So, and and that's what I was gonna say. So, um, like the, like rules are meant to be broken and rewritten. So the fact that like they changed their laws, you know. And when you're dealing with a pandemic, and you know, so like in the you know in the beginning, we thought that COVID was much more dangerous than what it turned out to be. I, obviously, not saying that COVID isn't dangerous, but it just isn't what we thought it was. So in the okay. beginning, it made sense. It was like whatever we can do to help, uh in any way, shape, or form, that's what we need to do. So it made sense. But now we're at the point where we know that the vast majority of people who get it are going to be okay. So there is no reason to be uh like pushing th- these things so hard when there isn't this uh the medical and scientific to to back it up, you know what I'm saying?
3: Yes. Yeah, 1000%. Uh, all right, I would say oh. with this COVID vaccine, I feel like um it's more control than anything, you know? Like they want you to get it. They want you to, and if you do, you obviously fall under their all right. Well, they're obviously going to comply. So, oh, like, I just feel it's too much control too fast for them. Because if they're just like, hey, take this shit. Everyone does it. What else are they going to start doing to us?
0: They're going to take more shit, bro. That's what's going to happen, you know?
3: So, and then for me, the next thing comes with guns. Fucking give your guns up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. But... Oh, that's this it's all
0: yeah, you know, um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an anti vaxxer by any means. You know, I, I, think that there's definitely a lot of people that should get it, you know. But it's like, um, you know, I think everybody should make the best decision for themselves. Whatever they feel is what they should be doing. But, um, you know, if you, if like, if you look at things on a, uh, a statistical standpoint, like there is no reason for me to get the COVID vaccination. You know, like uh, getting the vacc uh, vaccine doesn't make you immune to COVID. So even if you get the shot, you can still get it. Okay. Obviously,
3: so and Evan just said, you know, his sister got a booster and the vaccine, cousin, you know, and yeah, yeah. still got it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And so it's like, all right, so if I get the vaccine and I, I can still get it, so then, like, what's the point in me getting it then? Then if you look at it like, okay, I'm a 24-year-old male. I'm healthy. I'm in, uh, you know, relatively good shape. You know, I, I do what I need to work out. You know, I do all these things. I, I take my multivitamins. I drink plenty of water. Like, I'm a pretty healthy guy. Yeah. So it's like, oh, all right. And so I was saying, so, like, if you're, like, 18 to 20, uh, 26, and you're healthy and you work out and you take multivitamins and you drink plenty of water, then, you know, you're statistic- statistically uh going to be OK if you're going to if you get covid. Right. So it's like, all right. So if I get the vaccine, I can still get covid and I'm in this age range and I'm physically fit and I have all these things. So it's like I'm not running a risk of uh, if I get covid of to get it harmed from it. So either way. I'm just as at risk on either side of the spectrum. Getting the vaccine, I still get COVID. Not get it, I still get COVID. So it doesn't. It doesn't matter.
2: Well, I think the thing, I was saying was with the shot is it just significantly reduces the severity of, uh, like the symptoms and stuff. I think that's the only thing that the vaccine right now that actually do for, them is to keep people out of you know
0: the, like the danger zone. HR yeah, and yeah right you see, and it, you know yeah. i i get that you know and it it, it kind of makes sense but i got covid and it was literally exactly what i thought it was and i don't have the vaccine and i was sick for 24 hours and that was it you know and obviously that's not gonna be the case for everybody but um like i said i think mm. you, I, just everyone needs to make the best decision for themselves yeah at this point, it's like you know. oh yeah but um you know, th- there's uh, been a lot of talk on the internet lately about, uh, like, there's been a big change in how, like, especially, like, uh, Gen Z uh, uh, and millennials uh, do relationships, right? And a traditional relationship is kind of looked frowned upon now. Like, how do you guys feel about this? And do you, well, do you guys have any idea what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, I do. Because obviously, I'm part of this generation. And I actually, I'm pretty sure I talked to this about the first time I was on here um but it nowadays it's more of all right let's just get together for two months fuck the entire time then i'm gonna lose interest like it isn't trying to build a relationship or trying to uh you know spend time together it's just sex nowadays sex is more seen as a hobby more than a specialty
0: yeah, for sure. But uh that's not um what you're saying is true, but that's not uh like what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is like uh, uh like a traditional re- relationship in the sense of like the man makes uh, the money and the uh, wife stays home and makes like does the house and take care of the kids.
3: Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Okay. No, we, yeah,
2: we've talked
3: about
0: this before. Uh, yeah, a little uh, bit before.
2: Definitely yeah. think it's that's a older concept huh. of relationships.
3: It's definitely a fitting away. Mm. I just I feel like now people are starting to realize especially or even more women that uh it's it's nice to be a, not uh, more be on your own, you know, like and not not in like physically, but uh make your own money, have your own money, you know, not right, have independent. That, yes, and I feel like that's yeah. what it more is now. Uh women are starting to be a lot more independent. And they were, mm
0: mm-hmm. And so you you think that this is a this a uh, a good thing?
3: Yeah, of course. Because yeah. you know what? I mean, it's gonna it's. I'm just not even gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> it's probably the best thing I'm gonna yeah. say. It. Uh,
2: yeah. I'm gonna say it's like a good and bad. It's it's not a. <laughs> it's per relationship, you know. So yeah. It's a, both parties are agreements and whatever they put their best they might as well just do it like i have no care in the world they do so (laughs) but i I definitely think it's a lot more like the traditional relationship that you're talking about is see less and less today
0: yeah, yeah, dude. I think I think you said it uh, perfectly. Um, the the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I've been having a couple conversations about this recently with different people on unrelated uh conversations, and uh and they were curious about my relationship and how, because me and my girlfriend we have a traditional style relationship, and so they were curious about like how they like how we've been able to make it work and you know like how we know or like how everything is still okay because. You know, a lot of times you see traditional relationships turn like uh, abusive and toxic, right? And um, so, my my answer to it, to how we make things work, and you know, of course, nothing's ever perfect. You know, I'm very—I've said multiple times I'm far from fucking perfect. And um, but the reason why I think it works so well for us is because of, of what you said, and it's like you just got to know your own skill set. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my girlfriend is a very motherly, like a, a motherly, instinctual driven person. She's a very caring, passionate human. So it only makes sense that her skill set falls strong in motherhood. Right. So it don't, then it only makes sense for her to be in that role in that position because that's her strong suit. Me I, at core, I'm a provider. That's what I like to do. That's what makes me happy. So it only makes sense that I be the provider in the relationship. So because of the fact that we play to both of our strengths, we're able to build what we have built in and keep it established because we both know our roles and we play them very well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Um, no, I think I'll, that's how it should be. You know, a
2: long <clears throat> like you're talking about skill sets and stuff, You know, do what you do best if it right. works
0: out. You
2: know, if
0: it doesn't work out, there's always the other option. Yeah, about. exactly. But I, I think that, like, what I find is the issue with a lot of people in their relationships um, is the issue with humans in general is that, like, a lot of people don't know what they're good at or what their skill set is. So it's hard to, uh, you know, implement a skill set that you don't know into a relationship.
2: Mm-hmm. I think a lot of time. We bringing back to what you were saying with uh, kind of like abusive, like toxic uh, doing it uh, traditionally. Mm-hmm. I think most of the time, uh, or mainly on the male side, is you know they go to work for eight, twelve hours a day, and they come home, their wife or uh, others just been home all day. And, Sparks kind of some conflict like why am i working when you're sitting at home blah blah but they right. don't know like, the mother's constantly working like that's yeah. a full full-time fucking job kid so i, I think that's always a the, the big uh i guess conflict starter so.
0: yeah 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 I, th- I think that that's very true you know i i tell my um my, my girlfriend all the time I, like I can never do what she does like I, I've tried it I've I've done it you know um, mm-hmm. yeah I, there's no way that I could ever do what she does and, and I yeah and I think you're very I think you're very correct on that you know it's like we have that respect for each other and in, in our for our roles in our relationship mm-hmm. you know You know, like if I I come home and I'm in a bad mood, you know, she helps care to that. And when I come home and I see that she's struggling throughout the day, you know, I do what I need to do. Help clean up the living room, do some laundry, do dishes, do whatever. You know, we're always trying to help each other out. Yeah, I
1: think
0: it's all should be. Yeah, exactly. What about you, David? You got any relationship advice?
3: Uh... I'm not one to uh, pretty much speak on that situation, Uh, (laughs) but I mean, overall, I mean, I mean, I just feel like the whole concept of the relationship, I feel like it, it works. So, like, even the traditional, like, I feel like women like to be at home, you know, they don't want to have to go work or, you know, have to wake up every day at fucking five in the morning or whatever, and i just feel like well i think them.
0: that's a human thing i don't think any humans like this
3: yeah <laughs> no. well no honestly some do some obviously are yeah people. yeah
0: definitely there are
3: yeah you know and they, they want to do this stuff but also like i feel like people need to see that not everyone likes to do it a certain way and they have the right to feel that way you know mm-hmm. like i don't like waking up at fucking six in the morning every day to go to work but right. I do it. I mean, I'm obviously gonna complain about it, but I'm still gonna do it. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah.
3: And I just feel like overall, as a as a concept, I would feel like it's overall kind of like best way I'm gonna put it is it's pretty much stayed traditional up until recently. And honestly, I don't mind the traditional way. Um, I, I don't. I don't think that it's wrong. And I, I just feel like women feel, uh, obviously, the right to do whatever they want. But I just feel like the traditional way works best.
1: I think it's also I,
2: I think good good thing. You go oh, go ahead, Go ahead. No, you go. You go. I, I was going to say, uh, I, I think it's also good for another reason. That, like I say, home parent is because it allows more time for uh, the parent and the child. Instead of your work and then you have to find either like a babysitter or split schedules,
1: which right.
2: would not be uh, ideal solutions. But I, I think the traditional ones uh, it definitely helps out more than one
0: way. Yeah, definitely, it definitely makes sense. You know, I, I think what a lot of it is, going back to what you were saying is just like a lack of respect for each other's positions. But um, fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. I, oh i was gonna say that uh you know i think that like a lot of people who are like are like anti-traditional relationships um are people that don't have kids and I, I, like i know that's kind of like a ridiculous thing to say but you know i don't think that people realize like it, it's very easy to be two individuals and come together and share your lives okay and and, and, what, and what I mean by that is that's just kind of like a regular relationship, right? Like you live your life, the other person lives their life, and then you guys come together and share that together, right? Once you introduce a kid to that situation, it's no longer like two different entities. It's now three people as one. And once you cross that barrier and cross into that world, like things like, you know, having uh your your responsibility always just fell on you and what you felt present in the moment and what to do and like the, planning out your day and blah 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 and it's no longer about that anymore it's about the child so to make decisions easier and to make everyone's life easier I think that like you know having somebody there around all the time basically essentially waiting on the child hand and foot is the best outcome for the child
1: hmm. yeah I agree
0: yeah so what, what do you what do you guys think about like uh like when you're newly talking to a woman or a dude or whatever it is you're talking to um like how do you feel about now responding right like right away to a text
3: um uh, i'll put my input on this one first uh mm-hmm. i feel like depending on how you guys are planning on taking the situation depends on how fast you re- you should respond um if you two are trying to build something or trying to talk or whatever I feel like it should be a maximum of 10 20 minutes in between each text. You know, and mm-hmm. obviously no 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 for and I and I'm saying for like um I, this is probably more for kids my age uh, obviously cuz you guys already built all your stuff and but if you're trying to build I feel like it should be pretty often. Um if you're just like if you have been together and are just trying to, like, you know, t- or tell them the news, you know, like, this person died or whatever, then it doesn't need an immediate response. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... that
0: specific thing, yeah, but I get what you're... Yeah,
3: you know, and I'm just saying, like, over you know, when you're together and it's just, like, nonsense shit you're talking about. It don't need an immediate response, you know? Yeah. Look, but, like, if you're trying to build something and, uh, like, communicate with each other, I feel like you should be talking pretty commonly. Yeah.
2: Evan? So, going back, did you mean, like, the like a first text you get or, like, when you guys are talking?
0: Yeah, so, like, like, when you guys first start, like, match on Tinder or whatever, right, and you guys are, like, in the first, like, week of your relationship, you know, and you okay. get the text message, you see it, you read it. How long are you waiting to respond?
1: I mean, I, I
2: guess it depends on how like into it you are. So I, I know some people. It's like a fifty-fifty. I feel like some people are gonna respond really quickly. Some are gonna, you know, sit on it for a while because they don't mm-hmm. want to seem too attached and throw the other person off but at the same time mm-hmm. there's some people who want you to be attached and, uh, it's just kind of i would just try to gauge it on how active the other person is so if they you know respond quickly and, you know get to it when you when you want to but if they're taking a long time and delaying it then i
1: wouldn't say well
0: yeah yeah, that's what I agree. I think that like it's like petty if you like look at the at the phone and you see the message from them, and then you're like, I'm gonna wait a couple hours to respond. Yeah,
2: like, that's.
0: Painful. yeah, but like, what the fuck is that shit, dude? Just fucking respond. you know, like i don't I don't understand like all the mind games that go into like building a relationship with somebody like that. you know No,
2: that, that's like a fucking basketball flag a chase or a dude is... Taking hours to reply like on purpose, then right. uh, that's
0: a fucking big no for me, dog. Right, because like it's all like situational. Obviously, like if you're texting your dude and he's at work and he's not responding right away, like you can't get fucking mad at that. The dude's at work, like you gotta let him do his job. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. But if if you know he's just at home and you know that it, like especially if it's saying red and he's not responding purposely for hours or, or she's not responding then yeah bro that's fucked
2: what's um what's like the mean thing uh, it's like oh sorry i fell asleep <laughs> and sent you the message like fucking are you
0: three years ago <laughs> yeah it took, like
2: 18 hours to respond so i fell asleep right uh, okay yeah okay. no it's uh yeah, that shit's pace, but I don't think yeah. you just purposely wait. And I think that might be like a uh a younger kind of standpoint on it. Like I, I feel like that's what more teenagers and I guess some people are age too, but I feel like the more you get older, the more you understand like all this like stupid pay shit, like you're saying kind of like mind games. It's fucking just mm-hmm. completely pointless. And yeah. if I were to start talking to someone, you know, like you can tell they're doing that shit, and it's not even like, um, my time. It's,
0: it's, yeah, exactly. Why?
3: Why? Why? You know,
0: David, do you have any final input on this?
3: No, honestly. Um, I, I honestly, Eric, or not Eric, sorry, I haven't hit it right on the money. Um, it, I feel like it more just depends on the other person. Uh, If they're taking like two or three hours in between, you should probably not like respond in the first five minutes after they send it, you know, like wait 30, 45 minutes at least. But I mean, overall, uh, yeah, and I think I haven't hit it right on the money.
0: Okay, well, dude, I fucking had something crazy happen to me a couple weeks ago that I totally forgot about. Um, Dana White responded to a comment of mine.
1: What?
0: Oh, yeah. What do you yeah. say? So, uh, I don't know if it really is Dana White. Because one, it's the internet. And two, YouTube doesn't have like a verified profile yeah. thing. Right? So, I don't know if it really is Dana White. But, um, Israel Adesanya posted a video. Right? And when I watched it, it was only up for like seven minutes. Right? And so, there was like almost no views and like no comments besides one. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw the picture was Dana White, but I didn't read the name because I didn't really care. But it said something along the lines of like, every fighter wants to be a YouTuber and every YouTuber wants to be a fighter, right? And so I replied to the 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 comment to it, and mind you, this is my this is the very first time I've ever commented on a YouTube channel uh, on a YouTube video ever, right? This is the very first time. I actually, I take that back. I think I've commented on milk, some of Nelk videos to enter enter some of the raffles, but I've never like just like recreationally commented on on a YouTube video before, right? So I I comment on there, and I was like, or oh, everybody just wants money, right? And uh. He responded, and he was like, "Yeah, you may be right." Hmm. And Can't that was my Dana
3: <laughs> the, hi- the highlight of your life, Wyatt? Fucking Dana White responding to your.
0: Well, yeah, because dude, it fucking happened. to it okay. happened while I was at while I was at work, you know. And so oh, okay. yeah, it was pretty exciting. You know, it yeah, gave yeah. me something to look forward to. Oh,
2: yeah. I like, on their, uh, did
0: they have a, is profile or
2: some shit?
0: yeah yeah so he had a profile but so this is like so i comment i comment that right and again i don't know that it's dana white i didn't read the name and so i'm just at work i get a notification i check it like i do the scroll down bar and all i see is dana white has responded to your comment (laughs) right and so my fucking heart sinks i was like oh what what did i just fucking read (laughs) right and so, um. I click on it, it pulls it up, and then that, this is when I see everything, right? And so, I, I click on his profile, but, you know, you like, Dana doesn't have a YouTube channel. So, like, it, I went to his profile, and it was basically just a blank profile other than just, like, a picture and his name, and then, like, a little bit of, about Dana White. So, I don't really know if it is Dana White or not, but I'm mm-hmm. going to fucking say it is.
2: Yeah, I almost <laughs> agree with that it that it was.
3: Yeah. 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 That's, that's lit. Yeah. Well, dude, so that's well, how, uh, I became famous. Fucking, Wyatt, literally <laughs> at the festival, dude. There's this guy named mm-hmm. Subtronics. Uh, it's a dude that I blacked out for his set. Literally walked right past everybody. Not a single person even fucking knew. He's like one of yeah. the biggest names in this EDM shit, and not a single person even noticed.
0: Damn. Like we're sitting I bet on that the- happens so much at, at concerts.
3: Oh, you with those with those DJs and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, or oh, especially
0: down uh, with like Coachella where all the celebrities go. Like I'm sure you walk by so many celebrities and don't even realize.
3: Right. Fucking he's going down like we're sitting on the outside exit part. We're just taking a minute to chill out, get out of the lights for a minute. And mm-hmm. uh literally me and uh Hayden, that that's one of the dudes we met, um the dude with the beard in the picture.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Um we're sitting there and he's like Oh, yo, he's like, Look at that hair, and I'm like is that fucking subtronics?
1: <laughs>
3: and literally I get up I'm like dude he 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 was dressed way too clean you know like his hair was all yeah, he yeah, wasn't yeah. you know and it was just like oh fucking He wasn't way. at a
0: rave while everybody else was. <laughs>
3: right, you know like yeah. I I've seen some fucked up people dude. I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sitting in that exit cuz that's yeah. what they tra- bring everybody by for medical. Gotcha. And Oh my god, bro. Some pe- one girl looked like Bambi, dude.
0: What? I think that was yeah. the drugs, bro.
3: <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I not like not like a deer, but like the legs and shit. It's like fucking skinny. Oh, and like... Oh, oh, she literally oh, was in a wheelchair, bro. And like her legs yeah. were dangling off the side and shit. She was just so uh-huh. small. I was like, like, damn, she looks like fucking Bambi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. A little fucked up, but funny.
3: Yeah, it is. <laughs> but, I mean, overall, it's... It was a good fucking time.
0: No, I'm glad you had fun, man. All right, guys. I think that that's going to run up the episode. It's been in 45 minutes now.
3: Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, always, it's, yeah. Always a, it's always a quick-ass 45 minutes, dude. hmm But, all right. I mean, goodbye, everybody. Love you all. I'm happy well, to hold be on, here. Hold on, hold
0: we, on. We got a couple things to address real quick. First, uh, first, uh, Evan, got any last words?
2: Uh, no. Peace and prosper.
0: Hell yeah, David.
3: Um, other than be safe, don't do drugs unless they're free, and uh, don't <laughs> die.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Make sure you guys uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, you know, at the Everything Cast. Um, other than that, you know, drive safe, work safe, be safe. We love you guys. Peace. Peace out. Deuce, deuce. <laughs>